This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. I am not Mike McGivern. I'm Tracy Grosspeach. I'm the Director of Design and Sales at ABNK. I'm also the, the president of the Neri Milwaukee Foundation, and as many of you frequent listeners know, I also am on the show a lot. Um, Mike is on vacation this week, and he asked me to fill in for him. So I was happy to help him out. He texted me a picture this morning of him and his lovely family, so I know he's having a great time. This week's special guest is Mike Kaminsky with Current Electric. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing this morning? I I am great. I am great. Um, so we're going to be talking about solar energy today. That's correct. A- and um, I can tell you that before I was starting my research for this, this is what I know about solar. It's up in the sky. So I am taking this opportunity to do like a solar 101 course for, well, for me and all of the listeners as well. That sounds great. That's what my specialty is. Awesome. I know that um, Current Electric is a top top four solar contractor in Wisconsin. That's incredible. Um, Number one electrical contractor. We're the number one installer also. Number one installer. I did not know that. That's awesome. That's a vote of confidence um, for all of your clients um, and all of your homeowners. You're also number two in solar and storage by Solar Power World. Um, I didn't know who Solar Power World was um, earlier in the week, and I've learned that they are kind of like a clearinghouse for um, what's what and who's who in the solar industry. Yep, that's that's exactly it. They rate everybody in the nation, so it's it's a great badge of honor that we get to wear being ranked so high by them. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, tell me, tell me, Mike, um, why is it a good time to convert to solar? So there's there's a few reasons. Uh, one would be that the technology is kind of lined up with pricing right now. That it's not necessarily the newest technology, so the pricing is very affordable for somebody to go solar. And then there's also still federal tax incentives to make it worthwhile. So not just the the regular base price, but even another 26% off of that with the federal tax incentive and then some Wisconsin rebates that are available also. So the the, the pricing and the technology and everything just kind of lines up perfectly right now to make it very affordable for people. 
That's great. Um, what are the steps involved um, once a homeowner reaches out to you? I, as I said, I'm in kitchen and bathroom remodeling. I don't know anything about, um, I know where roofs are. They're on the top of the house. I get that. But can you walk us through um, the steps involved with current, what you and your, what the sales team does and the install team does to um, put together an idea of how much it's going to cost, how long is it going to take, you know, that type of thing. Nope. Yeah, that's a great question. So the first step is, you know, somebody fills out a form, says that they're interested in solar. Uh, that gets passed along to me or one of our other energy consultants. Uh, once we get that, we like to have a brief phone conversation with that customer just to find out exactly what they're trying to achieve, what their goals are, hopes, dreams, everything that they'd want to do. So we have that quick phone call. After that, we like to do a site visit. And I come out and just kind of look at the overall lay of the land. When I'm out on that site visit, one of the things that's most helpful for us is if people can have their last 12 months or so of electric bills ready for us. Because then I can look and see exactly how much energy they're using and what we need to build for a system, how big or small it might need to be. Once I have all of that data, I take it back to the office with me, and we have a whole design team that we sit down together and we go over all the options and what would be best for each person's home, also taking into account what they might might have wanted and expressed during those first two meetings. I get all that data put together, and I come back out a second time, and we go over the numbers and see if solar makes sense for your home. Um, after that, the, the ball's kind of in your court. If, if you decide to do solar right now, we're a couple months out for install. It's, it's been a very, very good summer. And install. once the install process starts, that's when our, our production team takes over. And we're going to be helping you through that whole process and making sure we energies knows what's going on and just keeping everybody in the loop throughout the entire thing. Well, that's some good information, Mike. Is there a cost for the proposal? No. So there's no cost at all to have us come out and do the assessment. So oh, it, awesome. it's completely free to the customer. Okay. Awesome. Um, so I have some questions then about like roofs in general or not roofs, like the roofing material, but will I, as the homeowner, do I need to change my roof? Is that something that I need to be concerned about if these panels are going on my roof? So that's a really good question also. So it's probably the most common question I have is, you know, what's going on with my roof? I have a brand new roof. Am I, do I have to worry about the warranty? My roof's older. Should I have it replaced first? So as far as the, the roofing goes, if you have an older roof that needs to be replaced before doing solar, there's some creative ways of working that with the tax, tax incentive to help with that replacement cost of the roof, which is a little bit more detailed than I probably have time to get into today. But if somebody calls, I can definitely help them out with that portion of it. If you have a newer roof, the the solar that we're putting on, the, the racking system, has a warranty to make sure that it's not leaking or that you shouldn't have any issues with the roof once that solar is put on. Technically, the, the solar usually will help the, the life of the roof also because the main thing that's degrading a roof is the sun beating down on it all day. So having those solar panels in front of it will, will help expand the life of the roof also. Well, that's a great point. Do I need to change anything with my electrical panel in my house? Uh, so you, as a homeowner, know you would not need to. Uh, us as I wouldn't the contractor, need to? Okay. Yeah, so before, let me rephrase that. Uh, that's something we would take care of for you, that if there is changes that needed to be done, that's something we would include in the proposal. That's one of the things I'm looking at when I come out is your main service for the house and the meters and all those things. 
So anything like that that we deem necessary to have done, we would put everything to code and get everything situated the way it needs to be uh, for the solar to be installed. Okay. All right. Um, these are just like things that are popping through my head again, because remember, it's this is solar 101 for me. And yep, the no, not audience. And then, um, do I need do I need a storage space for like inside my house or outside of my house for any like power storage? And I know that we're going to be talking about um, batteries later in in the show, but do I do I need to figure out space or spot for some of this um, technology to live like in my garage is it inside is it outside I don't know yeah as far as the logistics of the equipment goes it's usually not a huge concern for for the customer for the homeowners the batteries themselves don't take up a lot of space uh, we prefer to have them somewhere in the basement usually right next to that main service panel or if you have some sort of utility room that's usually the best place to put them if not, they're fine to be in the garage as long as you have a uh, – if it's an attached garage that does get some heat, that'll be fine. We just want to keep the batteries out of the cold. Got it. Got it. So you said that you have a couple months of backlog, which um, that doesn't surprise me. Um, would you guys work through the winter? Because this is Wisconsin. Yeah, so we're working through the winter. Um Whenever we get into those winter months and we do have snow coming, we always ask that customers are understanding of you know the weather purpose, uh, the, the weather because we are on the roof. So, you know, if, if it's a huge blizzard, we might not be able to come out that day. But we do work all the way through the winter. Okay, all right. So now I'm going to ask about my neighborhood. Have you come across um, ordinances or um, needing variances to put solar panels on? Just because I know that from a design standpoint, on the interior side, if we're changing any windows, a lot of times we have to go in front of building boards to get approval. Um, does current help with that and knowing what you can and can't put on your house? Yes. So as every so when we're dealing with the city ordinances, we know exactly what we need to do and we take care of all the permitting. And that's something included in any proposal you would get from us. If there's a specific homeowners association, every HOA runs a little bit differently. The nice mm -hmm. part to that is there's actually federal laws in place that no HOA could prevent you from doing solar. Uh, they could make things a little bit more difficult for us, but they can't prevent it. So we, we try to work with all of those homeowners associations. There's been plenty of times where we go in front of them and we present our plans and our designs and show them exactly what we have that we're working with. And very rarely is there ever an issue. Oh, that's good to know because I like my neighborhood. It's a little bit more restrictive. Um, mm -hmm. So again, these are things that are popping through my head as I'm thinking about putting solar on my. You know, if I was to be putting solar on my house, I have to get a new roof first. But um, is there anything in the in the planning stages that we haven't talked about yet that we wouldn't that we would want to talk about or address um, in the proposal stage? So, the, you know, that that truthfully covers most everything. The the other thing that we're really looking for is kind of out of everybody's control, and it's, it's the placement of the home. So if the house has roof edges that are facing uh, east and west or north and south or wherever those roof edges might be, that's one of the things that's going to dictate the greatest uh, 
what, how much soul you're going to be able to get from each panel. And it, it's something that's completely out of the homeowner's control and our control. And when we run into that situation where maybe we don't have good roof facings, if you have enough yard available, we also can do ground-mounted systems. And that's an option that a lot of customers will take. Am I, am I concerned about um, combining my solar with my traditional electrical service? Is there any, no. like, cr- cross no. contamination so, or whatever? Is there? Sorry, say that again. Any cross-contamination, like, do they talk to each other? Um, is it going to be okay with my electrical yeah. in my house in the end? No. So, yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, the way solar works in Wisconsin is a little bit different. So when, when we're working with a, a, a standard solar system and there's no batteries involved at all, the, the way it works is you still have the one meter on your home that's measuring how much energy is coming in, and then you have a second meter on your home that's measuring how much solar you're putting back into the grid. And so technically none of the solar you're, you're producing is going directly to your home. It's actually just going to offset your bill with We Energies. So their system is designed so that it works with that the, the solar and we energies are working in conjunction together and it's really designed just to offset your bill every month well that's my thing i learned today that's awesome um we're talking with mike kaminsky with um current electric his phone number is 262-227-3776 you can also find him at call current dot com c-a-l-l-c-u-r-r-e-n-t dot com we're going to take a break um this is the home improvement show built by creative construction of wisconsin and powered by current electric home of the superhero on 12:50 a.m the fan Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. This week we're talking with Mike Kaminsky from Current Electric, who is now my solar energy specialist. Um, Mike, uh, thanks for all the great information in the last segment. What I want to talk about now is integrating the battery into your solar system. And I know that this is a really um, important topic for you, something that you know more about. So I have the information from the um, current website, callcurrent.com, under their solar tab. Um, So let's talk about the power, like the battery integrating that into your solar system. Yeah, so batteries are probably one of the most complicated discussion that we can have about solar. And it's just because there's so many different reasons that somebody might want to have a battery. It could be anything from, hey, you know, every week we have a a one-hour power outage, or we would like to be completely self-sufficient from the grid, that we want to be able to run our home completely on our own. So to do those things, you need some way to store the energy that's brought in from the solar, and that's where batteries come into play. So there's just so many options out there and different brands and different things that we can do to help with that solution. So when people have that initial phone conversation with me or one of our other energy consultants, we're able to kind of diagnose what their issue is and figure out how many batteries they need and how big or small of a battery would be best for them and finding the battery that would fit their situation the best. Well, I know that you um, work with the Tesla Powerwall and 
most of us know Tesla as, as far as the electric battery. Um, they kind of are the, I guess, are they like the the star of the, this, I think, electric battery world. Um, so they have a power wall. So what can we do with the power wall? Is that just for my automobiles then? Or can I do no. that through the rest of my house as well? Yeah, so the there's the Tesla Powerwall, and then the other big player in the game is the Generac Power Cell. Um, so, mm-hmm. And we all know Generac being here from Wisconsin. It's a local exactly. company. And Tesla is just the leading innovator in the industry. So we offer both those options, and they both have positive and negatives to them uh, that we go through when looking at which battery would be best. But either one of those batteries would actually be powering your entire home. So it, think of it as a generator that's ran by solar for your home. And then we would be able to see how much of a battery or how big or small or how many batteries you would need to fully power your home and then for how long it would be able to do that. That's really, I had, again, I had no idea. Last year when this pandemic started, I know my husband and I, we talked about a generator because we were thinking there's going to be supply chain issues with, well, a little bit of everything. You know, who knew that they would be with like plumbing fixtures and um, you know, toilets and cabinets. But I, I'm sure you're experiencing some supply chain issues on your own end. But I had no idea at the time that I can have a battery pack that is a generator. So that's kind of combining a lot of people's um, two sides of what they want and how they want to power their home together. Is Now, does that all fit into that, that garage space or that basement space in your home? So, yeah, so just a little bit of space. The batteries are not too, uh, they're they're not too intrusive on your home. Uh, The Tesla battery is, now don't quote me exact on these numbers, but just a rough idea is about two and a half feet wide uh, by about three and a half feet tall, and it's about eight inches deep. So it's not terribly large. It's it's a fairly easy thing to fit into the basement, and only having that eight, eight inches of depth, it's very easy to put up on a wall. It doesn't mm-hmm. need to be on the ground. We can mount it on the wall. We can do all sorts of different things with it. Um, the Generac battery is very similar in size, but with a little bit different dimensional. That it's still about that 8 to 10 inches deep, uh, but it's only about a foot and a half wide, but it's much taller. It's about a five, five and a half foot tall. Uh, so it, it, the generator one looks like a very shallow locker cabinet that, that you would get at a gym. So we need to get out of our minds that these are these huge generators like that are on the outside of people's homes right now. Correct. Like those big and, combustion and te- engines. Yeah. So, you know, and that so type of thing. Yeah. Technically, the batteries could be mounted outside if you really, really wanted them to be. Uh, they are outdoor rated. The, the thing is, is with here and they're outdoor rated for Wisconsin or excuse me, for like California and Nevada. Here in Wisconsin, we have such cold winters. Uh, batteries just don't like the cold. So we prefer to have them in some sort of warm area, like a garage or basement is usually the best. But they do not take up a lot of space. I I can't think of a single person that has bought in a battery that we've had issues finding a place to put it. That there, There's almost always somewhere that we can find that we could put it without it being too intrusive. Well, let's talk about our climate real quick. So what do we do November to March when we have more gray days than sunshine days? Is this where that, that the power cell, the PWR cell from Generac, is that where that comes into play? Yes. So it helps a little bit in the wintertime. I think a really good uh, misconception to clear up about solar is, so 
solar is not powered by how much the sun shines. It's just powered by sunlight. So even on a cloudy, dark day, there's still sunlight through those clouds, and that's what's powering those solar panels. Yes, a bright, sunny day is best, but it doesn't necessarily matter how much the sun is shining. It's really taking in the light from the sky. So even in those winter months like November, December, January, or February, we're still producing solar and able to offset a large portion of the, the electric bill. So the hazy days we've been experiencing from the fires out west, we're still collecting solar energy. Correct. And the way we energy does things, there's some things put in place that uh, there is some buying back of energy that if you're overproducing, which is kind of a long conversation to explain how it works. But if, if anybody has questions on that, they can feel free to call or reach out to us and we can explain exactly how it works. But, but we definitely have some programs in place so that we're buying back overproduction in the summer to help being used for in the winter months. So can these, um, these batteries, is this for some, can I work it off my cell phone? Is it easier for, is it easy for someone like me to use who's, I'm a middle-aged person. I use my phone to call people and text my children. Um, I sit down at a computer to email people because I don't like to type with my thumbs. So, like, I, I know enough about my phone, but I'm not, like, super phone savvy. Can I work this system from my phone or from my computer at home? Yep, 100%. So both the Generac uh, PowerCell and the Tesla PowerWall will have apps that you can program onto your phone to, to do really whatever you would want. And they're very simple to use, uh, especially the Tesla app. I mean, that that's what, to me, that's what puts Tesla out there above everybody else is how user-friendly they are and how easy they are to integrate in with other things that you already might have around your home. And our friends at Current Electrical, they walk me, the homeowner, through how to use my app? Yeah, so that's after everything is installed, uh, myself uh, and or our project manager, Brian Edwards, one of us would come out, and we're going to take a look at the app with you and just go through all the details, setting it up, getting it connected to your Wi-Fi, just doing all the things that we would need to do to make sure that you can read uh, what's going on with the battery. Another nice thing about solar is, with the way technology's gotten, you don't need a battery to be able to have an app and see what's happening with your solar. Every one of our solar systems is actually being is able to be monitored from an app on your phone. So whether you have a battery or not, you can always monitor what your solar is doing. Oh, that's great. And I wouldn't need you guys to set something like that up for me. I mean, I had my son set up my Venmo. I think that's what it's called. See, I don't know. I don't know. So I this is why I need the expert's help on things like solar and well and how to work my phone um is there um so you also have this thing called solar edge hub what is that so the solar edge hub is so that would be what what i was mentioning that we can use to read just the solar panels uh there's a few different ways of doing it but the solar edge hub way is using uh, solar edge is the name uh the name brand of our inverter that we use what inverters do is solar is brought in as a dc energy and then it needs something to convert it to an AC for homes to be able to run on and to be used. So that's what the inverter does. It inverts everything from DC to AC, and it's getting readings from the panels so we can pull up that app and see how much production you had on July 21st of 2021 versus July 21st of 2020. And you can compare every year to year how it did, 
or see that maybe it was a cloudy day this this year and a really sunny day this year or whatever it might be you wanted to monitor, we can see all those things through the app. Are you finding that more people are wanting the Tesla Powerwall or the Generac PRW, the PWR cell? Is it kind of a, you recommend it by a, a case-by-case basis or is there a preference with um, your homeowners here in the Milwaukee area? So I, I, not to, to skate out of the question, but it's really a 50-50. It's, some people are diehard Tesla fans and they love everything Tesla puts out. And other people are uh, diehard Generac fans and they're a local business, so they want to support everything Generac does. In my opinion, between the two batteries, they're very, very equal. They have different purposes for different people that one battery might be the perfect solution for somebody and the other might be the perfect solution perfect solution for somebody else that it, it really doesn't matter necessarily which which option you went with it really matters more about what your situation is and what your goals you're trying to accomplish is with those batteries well great so if you listening audience need to find the perfect um, solar solution and battery call mike kaminsky over at Current Electric. His number is 262-227-3776. And this is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. I'm filling in for Mike McGivern this week. I'm Tracy Grosspeach. I'm the Director of Design and Sales with ABNK and the President of the Neri Milwaukee Foundation. Our special guest today is Mike Kaminsky with Current Electric, and he is the solar superhero today. And if you need to have any solar questions answered, give him a call at 262-227-3776. Mike, I'm going to put you on the hot seat now. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What brought you into solar? Tell us your story. This is where I, this is where you get I interview you. Like this is like a job interview. Tell us about Mike. Yeah, so what what really drew me to solar initially is uh the, the the beginning of my career i worked a lot in the roofing industry and when things started being innovated with some of these solar shingles that we heard about from tesla and different things of that nature uh it really just kind of drew my eye towards the field and towards the industry and i knew that it was going to be a future thing and i wanted to be in at even though solar has been around for a long time i i still feel like it's somewhat the ground level that uh, the technology finally met up with the pricing and that it's affordable. It makes sense for people to do. Uh, so I wanted to get involved in the industry. And th- that's really the main reason is I just think it's something of the future that I wanted to be involved in. So then are you, is your background as a, as a roofer? Are you an electrician? Um, like how, how did you, I mean, I know you said you did roofing, but ha- like what is your, your bigger background? So really just in construction management and so pretty much any project that somebody could think of, I've probably overseen at some point in my career. 
Uh, so my, my background has always been in putting together proposals and designs for customers, whether it's uh, roofing, kitchens, bathrooms, uh, whatever it might have been in the past, and now solar. Got it. So you're a problem solver. That's a very good way of putting it. Yep. And I've been with Current Electric for a few, a few years now, so it, it, it's very easy for me to – I shouldn't say very easy, uh, but I've gained a lot of knowledge over the last couple of years working so closely with the great master electricians that we have and all of our different project managers sitting down with them uh, and just gaining every bit of information I can about the electrical side of everything. So myself, by no means, I'm not an electrician, but I can help everybody solve these issues, and I, and I have enough knowledge to to help through whatever questions might, somebody might have about solar. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. So call him at 262-227-3776. Mike, how would you feel about the Bucks this week? It's been a great sports week, huh? It, it really has been. Um, I'm, I, oh, I'm, you're you're going to get some hate mail when I say this, but I honestly Uh-oh. couldn't watch any of the games. Uh, I, I, I'm not a huge basketball fan. Yeah, I know. I feel terrible about it, but I've never – yeah, I'm just not a huge basketball fan. So, And this time of year, I don't know that I have any time to be watching sports, that uh, the sun is out shining and people are calling like crazy about solar. And it, it's just uh, – this is this is go time for us right now. That this season is very very busy for us. Well, Current Electric is a lucky company to have such a dedicated project manager and solar specialist working for them. All right, so let's talk. Since you are a problem solver, let's talk about how these panels are installed. Like, okay, yeah, like, nope, that's get, a great so topic. Nuts and bolts of like how you get all that onto is my roof my ground, um, you know, that type, like all the different applications of how I can have solar in on my property. Yeah. So with, with the installation of the solar on, we'll start with the roof because that, that's the most common. That's what most people are going to end up doing. Not everybody has an acre or two of yard to be able to be used for, and not that a ground mount would take up that much space, but that's just when it would be, feasible that it's not taking up too much space in your yard um but starting with roof mounts so the main concern everybody always has is leaking and the way that our racking is put together it's it's designed in a way that anything that would penetrate through the roof is completely encased in silicone and then uh there's just really no way that it would ever leak inside of the racking itself so first that racking would go on and then our electricians are coming out and installing junction boxes and everything that would need to be done on the roof space before those panels are mounted onto the racking system. And then for ground mounts, it's a little bit different. There's, so we're going to come out and we're going to trench back to your, wherever your meter might be on the home. And then from there, we're going to, wherever we're going to be placing those solar panels, we're going to have them perfectly positioned towards the sun and we're going to bore down and put in uh, anchors to make sure that everything stays place stays in place. We so don't need to worry about wind or rain or anything ever moving or hurting those solar panels once we have them mounted. Is there any concern about um, the weight of the panels on my roof with one of those you know crazy snow loads that we get in January, February? So that's a really great question. Also, uh, so. As far as the snow loads, that's always something that comes up almost every time I talk to somebody is, do I have to worry about the snow being on the panels? Do I have to go outside and brush them off? And, and the answer is, truthfully, not not really. Uh, 
one of the benefits to solar panels, so there's a few reasons we don't need to worry about that snow. One is the panels are made out of, out of glass. So it's going to be a much slicker surface on the roof that the snow is going to just naturally come off faster than it would on, say, like an asphalt shingle. The other part that's beneficial is the panels are all black. They're black on black, so it's black trim with black glass, and they're really slick looking. And as we all know, that, that black surface conducts heat. So the sun is going to be attracted to that surface right from the beginning. So it's always going to be drawing in some heat. And then the third component to not having to worry about the snow is, so once the panels start getting a little bit of production going, I don't want to say that they heat up, but there is a little bit of warmth to them. And once that warmth happens, it's going gonna, it's gonna to melt that bottom layer of snow and everything's going to slowly come off. And that it, the snow will stay on your solar panels far less than they would stay on your roof surfaces. Um, so it does help that snow load on the roof significantly. Okay. The, you, so we were talking about a racking system and then the panels attached to the rack. Do the panels then sit on the surface on my shingles or is there a space, like an air cavity? So, yeah, so there's a little bit of, like, for, for lack of a better way of explaining, a, a small area of ventilation that can go between your roof and the solar panels uh, by about anywhere from about an inch and a half to two and a half inches of gap that's going to be in between the roof and the solar panels. And having that ventilation also helps the snow melt off a little bit faster. So I live out in Lake Country, and my husband is a backyard birder. And we have bird nests built in the strangest places um, on our property. Am I con- do I need to be concerned about critters and birds and nests and things like that in that, in that ventilation cavity? Another really great question. So most of the systems that we're installing – uh, we're going to install something with it called Squirrel Guard, and it, it's a it's a nice decorative trim that we can put to everything, but it's going to prevent any squirrels or critters from getting into the system and chewing on wires or messing with anything. And we have that as an option for every solar system that we do. So it's, it's a really great way of keeping all those critters out of everything. Yeah, I like squirrels in the forest. I don't like them around my house, but that's just me. For sure. Yeah, they break everything. They tear up everything. They're a nuisance. I love watching them, but we don't mm-hmm. want them messing with any of your electronics. No, 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 no. So um, with, let's talk about the ground mount. So we've already talked about um, neighborhood or subdivision restrictions or city ordinances. Same thing apply to the ground mount for solar that the federal law applies to the ground mount as well? Yes. And so... The ground mounts are a little bit trickier, uh, just as far as the the logistics of them when we're here in the city. Um, so, for example, like I live in Greenfield, most of the lots in Greenfield don't don't have uh, there's there's not necessarily enough space for a ground mount mm-hmm. system. You really want to have at least like a, an acre to two acre yard for that ground mounted system, and they're going to take up anywhere from maybe like a 10 by it could be something around like a 10 foot by 20 foot area of your yard that it would take up. So it's not extremely intrusive, but you, you just want to have enough space that you can still enjoy your yard around that ground mount. And that's something we're always looking at. So when we get out into the country is when we're going to see a lot more customers say, you know, we have a five acre yard. I would love to do some sort of ground mounted system, put it out in the back 40 and we don't want to worry about it. And that's something we do all the time for people. 
Um, we actually just got completed with a project uh, for a farmer out in the Madison area that went almost completely off grid. He's doing a, a large ground mounted system and enough batteries to run his whole farm on. That's incredible. So he's totally off the grid. Um, I, I wouldn't explain. I wouldn't say it that way. But if things happened where he needed to be, he could be. His home is completely self-sufficient on those batteries. He is still connected to at that in that part of the state at the Alliance that they use for their energy provider. Uh, uh-huh. So he's still connected to the Alliance grid. So I wouldn't say he's truly off grid. But if uh, there was a complete outage of something, he would be able to sustain himself completely. Oh, that's such a great success story. All right, if you want a success story, call Mike Kaminsky, our solar specialist. He is over at Current Electric. It's callcurrent.com, and his phone number is 262-227-3776. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. I'm Tracy Grosspeach, filling in for Mike McGivern this week. I'm the Director of Design and Sales over at ABK, and I'm the President of the Nary Milwaukee Foundation, also a frequent guest on this show. I just want to put a reminder out for all of you um, clay shooters out there that the foundation is hosting a clay shoot on September 17th at the Waukesha Gun Club. Sign up and more information is available on the foundation website um, or on our Facebook, the foundation Facebook page, so you can get more information there or you can call the Nary Milwaukee offices. Today we're talking with Mike Kaminsky with um, Current Electric and he is our solar superhero. And I want to get to what most people want to know about with solar is, what's my return on investment? So that's really the bottom line of the entire thing, right, is how fast is it going to pay for itself and what kind of return are you seeing? Um, So that's a really tough answer. That's a really tough question to answer without knowing exactly what somebody's usage is and what their situation is specifically. But if I'm looking at averages, we're usually seeing these solar systems paying for themselves in anywhere from like eight to 10 years uh, to offset your energy. So imagine just instead of paying Wisconsin Electric or Alliance Energy or whoever your provider might be, rather than paying them, if you were to take that bill that you pay monthly and put it towards solar, it would take somewhere between eight to 10 years for it to pay for itself. That's not bad. As long as you're planning to stay in your house, I guess that long. Do you get questions from homeowners that are, you know, I'm looking to be in my home for, let's say, that five to ten year mark. Is solar right for me? Or do I need to be, know that it's a long-term house for me? Yeah. So all the time I'll get somebody that says, hey, I'm only going to be in the home for another maybe two years, three years. If they're only going to be in the home less than five years, probably not the right option for them at this time, maybe on their next home. But if they are going to be in the home for five plus years, that's when it really definitely starts to make sense. 
because we're going to start seeing that return on investment from not having the energy bill. And then we're also going to see a return when they go to sell the home. Uh, Zillow did a really great article on what you could expect to recoup when you sell your home from adding solar to it. And it's anywhere from 4 to 6% of the home's value would be added on uh, from, from doing solar on your home. Well, that's, that's good information. I mean, and Zillow kind of is the, one of those new experts in the arena. Um, I know why Zillow, like it's my second job. I'm a huge Zillow person. Um, does current help with coordinating with We Energies or Alliant uh, with your, elect- your traditional electrical um, supplier? Do you guys help coordinate that relationship mm-hmm. for the for the credits or the buybacks? And then also there's the whole you get credits from the state and the federal government. I mean, like, how does all of that work as a, as a homeowner who, you know, you have kids, you have jobs, you're like, I have all this stuff going on. I need an expert to help guide me through this. Yep. So we take care of all of the logistics of getting those things set up for, for customers. So we're, we're making sure we get all the permits and interconnection and all those things done with, with Wisconsin Electric or Alliant or whoever the provider might be. So we're taking care of all of that. And then as far as the buybacks go and the tax incentives, when we do our proposals, we're going to have those line items out so everybody can see this is what they're going to be getting back from each of those different entities, whether it's the federal tax incentive or the Wisconsin focus on energy rebate or the uh, Wisconsin electric buyback rates. And all, all those different things are line itemed on our proposals so people can very clearly see where the numbers are coming from and what's going on with the project. Okay, so my next question is, I'm not going to ask you, like, how much on average do, like, these um, systems cost? I'm not going to ask you that because I know every roof is different and how the orientation on the property. But um, how do, I mean, I have cash, but I don't know if I have enough cash. Do you guys offer a financing option? Do I need to have a home equity line of credit to finish paying for this? Because let's say I'm, I'm really interested in the solar energy and the battery pack and um, being more, you know, lowering my, my carbon footprint. No. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the, I would say one of the largest parts of my job aside from the solar designing is helping people come up with a way to make it affordable. So we do offer financing through us at current electric. And then we also have third party banks that we work with. Uh, one in specific that I really like that's out of California, it's called Clean Energy Credit Union, and all they do is help people with solar and electric vehicle loans and things that would be of a green nature, and they help with loans of thing, for, things, for things like that. Um, so they're really great to work with. We have those kind of third-party banks that we have great, great relationships with, and then we offer our own financing as well. Uh, one right. of the nice things, w- without necessarily giving a price to solar, but something that... Uh, helps people fathom what the cost of it would be when it comes to financing is whatever your electric bill is. Say you're paying $150 a month in electricity, your, your loan payment for solar is going to be very, very comparable to that electric bill. A lot of times, even a little bit less so that if you're looking to loan for solar, you're usually saving yourself, you know, a couple bucks a month on the, the loan payment. And then after 10 years, there's no more bill due to either us or, the the energy provider once that's all done oh wow that's a great rule of thumb and it it doesn't work out perfect but it's pretty close well you know pretty close on a radio show works for me 
yeah. for just for budgeting, right? This is this is all just for budgeting. So, all right. So I have this solar in place, and um, I'm two years down the road, and there's a problem. What happens? Is there a warranty, a service plan? Tell me how I can continue working with Current Electric that I I have invested all of this money. So, so um, another really great question. Uh, as far as the warranty and service plan, uh, we have both of those in place. That we have a solar service plan that we would come out and do an inspection on the system every year and make sure everything's working to its optimum capabilities. And then there's a few different components to the warranty, uh, but the the bulk of the warranty is everything's covered for 25 years for most of the pro- for most of the project. There's a few things that uh, are outlying in that, but overall, a 25 year warranty is the easiest way to explain the the way it breaks down and then for the monitoring so you'll have from day one of the solar being installed all the way through and until you decide to do something different you will have access to that monitoring and us at current electric all of our proposals include one year of monitoring from current also so that first year of monitoring we do for every single customer to make sure that the system is being optimized and working the best way that it possibly could be well, thank you, Mike. Um, that was Mike Kaminsky. He is my new solar superhero from Current Electric. And for all your solar needs, call him over at 262-227-3776. And he, their website is callcurrent.com, C-A-L-L-C-U-R-R-E-N-T.com. And I'm Tracy Grosspeach with ABNK. And I want to thank um, Creative Construction of Wisconsin and Current Electric and Mike McGivern for allowing me this opportunity to fill in for him today. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero on 1250 AM, The Fan.